Canadian doctors exiting the public system for the private sector. So a lot of people in Canada come to the U.S. for MRIs, CT scans. When government is involved in health care, that's when you really start to destroy the system. It's awful. It's expensive. And with a government takeover, we can see from other countries that we're going to have long wait times and rationing of, of health care. Universal health care coverage. Single-payer system. She wants it to be like Canada. They have got a lot of problems up in Canada. So those comments from the United States, we have heard time and time again. That's how they think of, or in some cases, how they think of our Canadian health care system. And of course, the debate continues in the United States when it comes to health care. They like to think ours is broken. But I think what we've seen in this COVID-19 pandemic situation is that is far from the case. And that has made a former U.S. health insurance company executive say that he has a confession to make. Wendell Porter is with us. He's the former vice president for Cigna. Good morning, Wendell. Good morning, Simi. Thank you so much for being here. I saw your comments on Twitter last night. I have to say I was I was really surprised to see that. What made you decide to talk about this? Well, recently I was on a webinar in which I heard someone from Vancouver talk about the experience uh, in Canada during the pandemic. And it was uh, in such contrast to the experience we have in this country. And I was reminded of the work that I used to do when I was working in the insurance industry as a top executive uh, and our efforts, ongoing efforts to discredit and scare people away from the Canadian healthcare system. And I felt I had an obligation to help people understand in this moment how your country is doing quite a bit better in many regards in testing and treating patients uh, and anticipating this pandemic and being ready for it in the United States. So all those comments that we just heard in those clips that we played there, were those the kinds of talking points that the company was pushing forward? Oh, absolutely. And it's and as I said, it's ongoing. It's been something the industry has been doing for, for many, many years. Because uh, whenever someone suggests that the U.S. should have a system more like Canada's, uh, our insurance industry gets freaked out and rolls out the propaganda campaign. It's part of the fear-mongering campaign that uh, get, it, the whole purpose is to scare people, to get them to fear uh, change, uh, to feel uncertain about it, to doubt that those who are proposing it are, are really on our side. And they're very effective campaigns. There are a lot of people, as you probably know, in the United States who have this very misinformed uh, notion of what healthcare is like in Canada. Right. And so now when you look back, you think, I helped them think that, though. I did. And I, I, I feel a, an obligation, uh, which I know will uh, last for the rest of my life, to try to make amends. I, I'm very embarrassed uh, that I used to do this for a living. And I was well paid uh, to do this. I was a, a newspaper reporter in my first career, and I began to have a, a real crisis of conscience when I came to realize that what I was doing was just the exact opposite of what I tried to do as a journalist. I mean, I knew I came to realize that I was in the job of misleading people purposely to protect profits. And I, um, I soon decided I couldn't keep doing that, and I left my job and had been an advocate for reform um, and try to set the record straight in this country as best I can ever since. But how is that going, though? Because clearly, I mean, I know the Supreme Court of the United States is hearing an argument today when it comes to the Affordable Care Act in the U.S. So how is it going convincing people that the system has to change? Well, it's, it's, it's easier now than it ever has been. And I think this pandemic is really showing 
a lot of people just how uh, absurd it is for us to continue with the healthcare system that we have now in which uh, even before this pandemic began, about almost 30 million people did not have health insurance and at least twice that many uh, had insurance that was very inadequate and makes people pay thousands of dollars out of their own pockets for care that they need before their insurance coverage kicks in. We have a, a system in which so many people have to rely on insurance through their employers in this country. And as as more than 40 million people have lost their jobs, you know, a high percentage of those have also lost their health insurance for themselves and their families. So people are becoming increasingly aware of just uh, how bad our system is, how much we need to, uh, to to reform it, to really transform it. So I think that uh, we will see that the next president, and I trust it will be someone other than our current president, will be pressured to really move forward to make some very meaningful and long-lasting reforms that we really need. Right, because up until now, it's been a struggle, hasn't it? Like even getting that Affordable yes. Care Act, it seemed like was pushing that rock uphill. Oh, I was, and I was in Washington a lot. I began my advocacy for reform just as that debate was beginning on what became the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, as people call it here. And um, uh, it was it was very difficult. It almost did not pass. And even that legislation was very flawed because uh, it was so influenced ultimately mm-hmm. by the insurance industry and other special interests that it, it falls far short of what we need. But it was it was difficult to even get that. So, Wendell, when you look now at the system, what would you what would you tell people now about the Canadian healthcare system? Well, that it is much better organized, uh, and we're seeing the consequences of that, uh, and how, in contrast, our system was so ill prepared uh, because of our patchwork system and our, our system in which so many people don't have access to care that they need, uh, and uh, people are afraid in this country to even get tested for fear that they'll have to pay for the testing or uh, even worse, of course, being paid, uh, being having to, to pay for needed care uh, if they do have uh, uh, COVID. So um, I, I, what I tried to do is help people understand that the Canadian system was so much better prepared, was able to coordinate the care in ways that we have not been, mm-hmm. uh, and we're paying a very steep price for it. More people are dying in this country on a uh, per capita basis uh, by far than in Canada and and really in any other developed country. Wendell, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's Wendell Porter, president of Medicare for All Now and Business for Medicare for All. He used to, though, be in the health insurance business, former vice president for Cigna, which is a huge uh, health company uh, in the United States. And he's saying he was wrong. All those years that he tried to convince people that Canada's healthcare system was terrible, the talking points and lobbying against it, and now he says he was wrong. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.